G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Australian sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week in the wide world of sport, drink a few stubbies and talk some absolute dribble regarding the big stories going on. We will be having a shorter episode this evening, so don't need to strap yourself in for three hours. Uh, we're probably looking at about 90 minutes. Uh, we did do uh, an NFL draft companion on Friday, so if you're an NFL nuffy like we are, please check that out for all the reactions to the first round. There's and a solid three hours there for you to watch. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if you want to listen to us dribble for three hours, you can check that out. Uh, and we'll also... Uh, uh, immediately following our uh, short episode now, we'll be talking uh, with the Delhi Capitals media team uh, live um, to preview their uh, game this evening with Lucknow. It's an afternoon game over there in India, so that works out well for us given the time difference. Uh, on the menu for today's show, we have uh, the IPL that's starting to take shape and Ben Stokes named as England captain. Uh, we will also be looking at the weeks that were in the AFL and NRL. NBA playoffs, a really nice... Uh, uh, period to to be looking at the playoffs. Uh, all the first round uh, uh, series are finished, and the conference semifinals starting tomorrow. So we'll be able to look back um, at the first round and give a quick preview uh, to the conference semifinals. And the later rounds of the NFL draft have happened over the weekend. Uh, We won't read out every pick uh, that's gone through there, but we will uh, talk about uh, the big stories, uh, who our teams uh, have drafted and whether or not we thought they were good picks. Uh, Please remember, we do have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like or just watch the whole thing. It's only 90 minutes. Just give the whole whole thing a whirl. Um, We do have uh, some socials, Instagram, Facebook and the like. Uh, Consider checking us out on that. And as always, please... Give a subscription if you like the content on this channel. Now, we like to shout a beer to kick off this show. This is an interesting one because normally we tell each other what the shout a beer is going to be beforehand. Uh, so me and James will be live reacting to Sean's shout a beer. We've got no idea what's about to come out of his mouth. Uh, who are you shouting He's a beer to? Uh, I told you it was not going to be that good. Um, I just wanted to keep my theme from Friday uh, and, you know, to suck myself off a little bit. I want to shout myself a beer. Um because I, I, you want to suck yourself off, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are Marilyn Manson. He'd need a few ribs out. <laughs> that old keep ch- that lie going. That, chestnut. that was not a lie. That was a genuine, straight up fact from the late nineties. Mar- Marilyn Manson chat. Oh, we're off no, to a flyer. The, the reason for that, of course, um, <laughs> your dad boy wouldn't let you do that. <laughs> yeah, no, not anymore. I'm not that flexible. Yeah, um, I don't think anyone's get the ribs. <laughs> anyone's body really allows for that. All right. Why are you sucking yourself off, Sean? Yes, yes. Because um, if you if you notice throughout my three hour chat. I talked about Nick Bonito um, yes, throughout yes. the entire lot as my favourite draft pick. And, of course, uh, pick number 64 for Denver, the first pick in the draft. Who do they pick? They pick my man, Nick Bonito. So I'm very happy <laughs> And uh, wh- wh- why do you like uh, Nick Bonito so much? Uh, I think I said it to you, Von Miller Light. Um, yeah, yep. Mm. Of course, he needs to add a little bit of, bit of size, a bit of power, but he has all those uh, measurables and the athletic traits you look for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the also the, um, let's call it destiny as well, pick 64, mm. that was the pick we got in the Von Miller trade. Uh, who, who announced mm. the trade, uh, who announced the pick for us? Von Elvis, Miller? No, Elvis Dumerville. Uh, Elvis, was, yeah. It was, was out yeah. there. So, you know, and Elvis, of course, was mentor to Von originally. <laughs> so to keep all that stars aligning, etc., uh, etc., et very happy. Happy for Nick and very happy for uh, my analysis into that fact. And I, I can pick Denver players, so that's about all I know. <laughs> I watch too much Denver football, let's put it that way. I think we surprised ourselves a little bit uh, at how many uh, in the first round we actually picked. Yes. It was, it's, it's, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, not too bad. I think maybe close to 50% of them. I reckon we, we got the exact player or at least the position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. check that out uh, if you love the NFL and want to uh, get some insight uh, into the first round draft picks. And, uh, yeah, listen to the rest of today's show if you want to hear about Sean sucking himself off. Well, that, hopefully that'll be the last I'll suck myself <laughs> off in the next 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 minute turnaround. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, monkey, yep. uh, who would you like to shout a bit? Yes, uh, I'm not sucking anyone off. I am <laughs> shouting a bit here. <laughs> Just want to reiterate that one. Um, I'm going to shout um, Mo Salah um, and also Sam Kerr this mm-hmm. week. Um, mm-hmm. They both won... Um, the Football Writers Association uh, Footballer of the Year for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo, Mo Salah um, obviously having a stellar career, uh, sorry, season with Liverpool at the moment. Too. Career yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah, um, 22 goals in the um, Premier League at the moment, I think 30 in total um, across concert with Liverpool. Um, Egypt coming second in the... Um, African Cup as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Performing that, well. They, they, were, my, they well. were my smoky. That's it. They nearly, nearly got it done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sam Kerr, obviously, we've spoken about her all year pretty much. She's a mul- multiple recipient of, uh, of Shout of Beers. So yeah. Well, well done to Sam. For, uh, first it. time winning the award, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, multiple recipient of Shout the Beer. First um, <laughs> FWA award. Um, yep. Second for Mo. He got it, I think, back in 2018-ish mm-hmm. um, when he came across Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, um, rounding out pretty good career. I mean, it's season. I don't know why I keep going back to career. Um, <laughs> to Liverpool this year. Yeah, you see retiring. Sean had the foresight on his... Um, Denver pick, I might have something here. Nah. Um, yeah, as the EPL, I guess, goes into the um, business end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah great, great season for Mo. And uh, we won't be looking directly at the EPL this week just due to our time constraints, but a little bit uh, of an interesting matchup uh, with Newcastle uh, going down by a goal to Liverpool. Sean, you were saying that there was maybe a few questionable calls in that one uh, regarding Sadio Mane and, and the like. Yeah, it sounds like there's some favouritism uh, for mm. the Liverpool team to keep keep them in that. So they, they only won by one, one goal in that game. Mm. Um, but I guess give them enough chances to score goals so they could get that win mm-hmm. and stay mm. in touch with... Um, um, City at the top. So City also winning overnight 4-0. Yeah. Uh, so no uh, kind of new insights there uh, for no. that battle for first. Still place. a point in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be yep. shouting a beer. This poor fella, uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita, the Warriors half, uh, he ruptured his testicle on Anzac Day um, and played through it. Uh, had surgery this week. Uh, he's looking like he'll be missing about four weeks. Uh, pretty much anyone that's ever played contact sport, especially the contact sports like football uh, or rugby league, um, that you don't wear anything that you know to protect uh, to the old meat and two veg. Um, yeah, so he he ruptured his testicle, and I think he ends up playing forty five minutes after doing that. Yes. So that is a testament to his. Toughness. I do remember back in the day, uh, Brett Kamali, Noddy Kamali, he he did That's it right. as well, uh, and I think they had to remove um, remove him uh, one of his testes. So he ended up uh, functioning on on just uh, just the one nut. Um, but yeah, definitely shouting out uh, Chanel a um, a beer, and yeah, hopefully with the painkillers that he's on at the moment, he's allowed to have one uh, <laughs> one, one beer courtesy of the Esky. That's uh, it. Yeah, pretty pretty nasty injury that one. Now, the mop of the week, uh, last week we had a plethora of mops. We were handing out mops left, right and centre. The janitor's closet was absolutely full. Uh, and this week <laughs> we kind of struggled to kind of think of one. We've ended, we're 
bit on the spot this week. Though. Yeah, we've ended up giving it to the Minnesota Timberwolves and KAT sort of, you know, carrying on a little bit, waving to the crowds as if, you know, it was like, Kobe Bryant in his last game or something like that. However, they did give up double-digit leads in multiple games. It was an interesting series. They went down 4-2 in the end to Memphis. Uh, Pretty interesting to see, you know, seventh seed pushing the second seed uh, in the way they did. Uh, So it's only a small mop uh, handed out. Sean, what was your take here on on KAT uh, and a bit of carry-on? Yeah, I think uh, the vision was maybe a little bit on the nose is what um, people were kind of reporting is, Mm -hmm. hey, you... You you know, and a lot of those games, like you said, double-digit leads and big double-digit leads. Yeah. Um, and to give them off, give, you know, give them up and um, uh, allow them to be chased down, have really long runs, like 20-point runs. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe not the, the greatest appearance. Um, that Yeah, they just, you know, took it easy, took, copped on the chin, waved them goodbye and head down to Cancun to join the Lakers <laughs> and the Nets. So, Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a pretty fun party down there, I reckon. <laughs> if, if that's what uh, was happening, they were all down in Cancun together. Uh, yeah, so a little, uh, just a, a miniature mop handed out to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, that the poor people of Minnesota, the Vikings, notorious for for choking a fair few times in um, in the NFL. Uh, but look. They finished seventh. No one expected anything from them, really. Um, the fact that they had those leads in the first place, a bit of a testament to where that team mm. is moving forward. We've spoken at length about you know this kind of development of a big three in KAT, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards. Uh, I quite mm. enjoyed watching them play a little bit this year and uh, be interesting to see what they can do next year. Uh, but yeah, KAT and Minnesota Timberwolves uh, and your annoying fans that like to glue themselves to the floor, you can all have a little (laughs) miniature mop this week. Okay, let's talk some cricket. Now, we spoke about Joe Root a couple of weeks ago, uh, him stepping down, falling on his sword, uh, getting the Mm. old tap on the shoulder, um, Mm. uh, you know, um, stepping down as... As England captain there, geez, cap got my tongue then. KAT got my tongue. <laughs> that is, um, and the the number one favourite to uh, to take over the the captaincy uh, was Ben Stokes. That has come yep. to fruition as of yesterday. I think it was officially yep. announced. He was the favourite. We spoke pretty well about this. Uh, actually, well, we spoke at length about it. I don't know. Twice. If we, I, don't, <laughs> twice. I don't know if we spoke well. Do we well. ever speak Do we well? Do we ever speak well? No. What I, my sentence uh, structure that I just did then, uh, probably testament to that. Now, uh, Stokes, with, there was all the, you know, kind of conjecture around can a bloke coming off a mental health break take over one of the highest, you know, pressure positions, um, you know, in, in that country. Um and, and given, you know, England's miserable run of it over the last sort of 18 months, we also know about Stokes and his fiery attitude uh, towards the, the game, both on and off the field. How will he, um, you know, uh, go about uh, captaining England? It, it, it's an interesting one. Uh, the best thing for us Aussies down here is it's another English captain that's not born in bloody England. <laughs> and Stokes actually grew up in New Zealand, lived there till he was about 12. Uh, so as uh, I was looking at the... the past English uh, captains. So now we've got three of the last five test captains not being born in England. So Joe Root, obviously born in England. Uh, but Andrew Strauss uh, captained England for uh, many, many tests, obviously South African born. And it's a little bit of a caveat. Uh, Kevin Peterson did captain them for just three yeah. uh, three test matches. But uh, yeah, out of the last five test captains, three not born in England. Uh, and their current white ball uh, captain, Owen Morgan, is Irish. 
So classic England, just <laughs> poaching players. And obviously, you know, this is no, not new information, but, uh, you know, when we look through the annals of history and look at this run of captains, uh, yeah, a, a lot of them, uh, you know, not born and, you know, 12 years old. It's not like mm. he, he was over there as a one-year-old. Uh, he, he's kind of uh, did his primary schooling there in New Zealand. Now, it's interesting. He'd be eligible for Queensland. Yeah, that, that's in Queensland, <laughs> New Zealand. Under that's the 13. In Queensland. So. Um, now, they played New Zealand, coincidentally. It's just a month away. This mm-hmm. is going to be a media frenzy, I'd imagine. Uh, if, if they can't win at home, um, you know, the, the, the English press love to eat their own. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I, as an Australian and, you know, being butthurt from what he did to us at Headingley and the fire exchanges, you know. I can't really say that I'm a big fan of him as a bloke. However, I don't really like it when media, you know, just go absolutely ham on someone. So I'm kind of hoping for his sake that that uh, England at least perform, uh, you know, uh, up to scratch. I don't. I don't know if they win this series. New Zealand's played pretty well. We know that they play pretty well over there in England, uh, lads. Anything to add on on Ben Stokes being named as captain? He was the short price favourite to take over. Yeah. yeah well, I think we talked uh, to it to death about when Joe Root was uh, on the way out, and then when he did go out. That yeah, it's, he was the most likely option, being the mm-hmm. the second best player in that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then questioned how good of a leader he was going to be, but maybe mm. that's what they needed, a bit more of a fiery, aggressive, aggressive dude. Yeah. So, uh, well, time will tell. We'll see what do they do in New Zealand if they falter and fall in a heap. Um, mm. <laughs> ben Stokes might not be long for the captain. In in, in England, I guess. Yeah, New in England, Zealand. yes. Um, yeah, it, uh, that was a lot of the criticism around Root, wasn't it, that he was a little bit maybe too conservative uh, as, a, as a leader, didn't have yeah. that foot-on-the-throat mentality. Uh, maybe, maybe Ben Stokes will bring that, uh, but time will tell. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I think the whole scenario. I spoke about it a few weeks ago. I don't want to you know uh, flog a dead horse or, or anything, but uh, I think Joe Root, uh, you know, falling on his sword after literally carrying that team mm. uh, for the last few years, uh, I think it's still a little bit on the nose. But yeah, mm, it'll yep. be interesting to see how Stokesy goes as as, uh, as their leader. Yeah, it's definitely been put in a tough position uh, with the team that they've got. It's not like. A captain can just turn that around. No, um, no matter how influential he is, um, they're still looking for their permanent coach as well. Don't, yeah, they don't have a coach. So they they don't have a top six outside of Joe Root. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's yeah, it. Anyways, um, I, I suppose the only thing to that is they're probably lucky that, um, like, as good as New Zealand are, they're probably not doing it as good as they could be in the. Um, at least the World um, Test Championships. Yeah, so. they, they lost at home to Bangladesh. Uh, that was yeah. that was quite historic. Uh, where where are they? They're kind of middle middle of the table there, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, sort of leading the bottom of the pack there. Um, proceeding fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. sixth there. Yeah, yeah. So going to be an interesting one uh, for the World Test Championship. England, you'd say, a no hope sitting down there in dead last. Yeah. Uh, but New Zealand, if they can jag a, a win or two. Uh, over there in England, they'll keep their uh, hopes of, of uh, defending their, their their championship alive. Yeah. All right, let's jump over to the IPL. We're starting to get sort of business endish um, in the IPL. Let's pick up from match thirty eight. Uh, that was um, you know about a week ago. That's the last game that we haven't talked about, uh, and that was the Punjab Kings uh, defeating. Um, CSK there by 11 runs. Uh, Shikadawan, 88 not, uh, became the second player 
um, to score 6,000 runs in IPL history. Uh, Virat Kohli uh, being the only other one uh, to do that. Um, and Barty Rayadu uh, was the lead contributor in the run chase with a uh, scintillating 78 of 39. Uh, but it was just a little bit too much for even the king finisher, MS Dhoni, to get it done. Now, did you boys see Dhoni's going to be the captain? Uh, Jadu... Um, giving uh, it back to Dhoni, I Giving it back, yeah. Obviously, yeah. a long-time captain of CSK. Uh, Jadu, we've spoken about how he is one of the... Uh, best, uh, well, awful maths players in the world at the moment. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, I don't know if it was his decision or if it was, um, you know, the, the management there at CSK. They've gone back to MS Dhoni to captain mm. that team. Uh, and just a, a shout out to the Punjab Kings uh, fast bowler, Rishi Darwan. Uh, played his first IPL game in four years. Uh, he. Uh, missed the start of the season because he got hit in the in the face by uh, a cricket ball while playing in the uh, in the Ranji trophies like that you know their Sheffield yep. Shield and uh, he was bowling in uh, like one of those uh, face shields that you see in the NBA you know after someone right. you know f- yeah. suffers a facial injury in the uh, mm. in the uh, NBA so you don't really see that too much in cricket but there you go Rishi Darwin bowling wheels uh, with the old face mask on yeah. Match 39, uh, the Rajasthan Royals defeated uh, Royal <laughs> Challengers Bangalore. Uh, Josh Hazelwood, very good in that one. Two for 19 off four overs. Has, and has he been the best Aussie so far, you think, in the IPL? Uh, Warren has made a few runs, yeah. Uh, but I think Hazelwood probably... Bowler-wise? Uh, definitely. Uh, bowl, yeah, def- definitely in bowling um, terms. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, even War- like Warner scored runs, but I still don't think he's in the top ten for yeah, runs. Okay. Where, where is he? There, he's thirteenth. Yep. So yeah, you'd probably say Josh Hazelwood uh, has been the best of the Aussies so far, mm-hmm. and he got the big, 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 big wicket in this one of Josh Butler removing him for just eight. One of the few uh, knocks that Josh Butler hasn't managed to score runs in this one, uh, and RCB the batting woes just continue. Uh, for him, Coley uh, opened the batting. Uh, he was coming off those consecutive first ball ducks. He just made mm. nine. And Glenn Maxwell getting the, the first Jeez. ball quacker this time. Uh, it was Kuldeep Sen, four for 20. And Ravi Ashwin um, just d- d- taking apart RCB. Um, it was the lowest total defended to this point in the IPL, which is pretty surprising at 144. Obviously, you don't normally win games at 144, but the, the lowest one defended in the whole tournament yeah. at match 39. Pretty interesting. Now, RCB can definitely make the top four. I think they're sitting fifth at the moment, possibly sixth, uh, if you wouldn't mind just bringing up that ladder. Fifth. Yes, yep. Fifth. But the problem is it's the net run rate that's really starting to become an issue. There's There's mm. been games where they've lost quite badly. Uh, you know, we spoke yep. last week about them getting skittled for 68 or whatever it was. Um, and their net run rate now is at minus uh, 0.56 in a 10-team comp. Uh, with only a top four playing finals, uh, you want your net run rate to be pretty strong. So that's starting to look like a really big problem there for RCB. Match 40, we saw uh, Gujarat Titans play Sunrisers Hyderabad, two of the surprise packets in this year's IPL. Um, This match showed a lot of quality, and if you like runs, it was a good one. Uh, Gujarat making 199 off the back of uh, Abhishek Sharma, 62 for him, and Aiden Markram. they gave uh, uh, the Sunrisers a, a good um, target to chase, you know, t- needing 200 to win. Uh, shout out to Shashank Singh, uh, 25 of 6. 
Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. If you get something going there, might call him Morgan Freeman, Shawshank Singh. Uh, he hit Lockie Ferguson for three sixes uh, off the last three balls of the innings. And even uh, Rashid Khan got, got the treatment. He's normally very economical. He went for 45 in this one. It was a good run chase from uh, Hyderabad uh, off the back of Widaram Saha, the older uh, wicketkeeper for, um, for Sunrisers, uh, 68 of 38. Uh, but shout out to Umran Malik. He has been uh, a real revelation uh, this year in the IPL. Five for 25. He took all of um, all of the wickets uh, and his uh, his speed cleaned up uh, four of Gujarat's batsmen uh, back, back in the first innings, uh, but not enough. Um, their uh, sunrises just uh, falling short. Match 41, uh, we saw our Delhi Capitals get a win over Kolkata Knight Riders. Um, Kolkata... Uh, the only uh, the only bats to make any um, sort of influence uh, for Kolkata was Shreyas Iyer with 42 and Nitish Rana with 57. Uh, the rest of the top order got uh, cleaned up, including our boy Aaron Finch. We uh, were happy to see him score a 50 last week, but uh, back to you know that poor form uh, that we've seen uh, of late from Aaron Finch. Three of seven, he was dropped the ball but he, uh, before he got clean bowled. Uh, and I just got a note here: the commentators describe his shot as an a- ugly agricultural heave. I don't know how you can make your shot look agricultural <laughs> unless you, you know. Know. Wielding a, a, a hoe or a, yeah. some kind of farming device, to throw a shovel into the dirt or something. Yeah, I don't know how don't you know. make an agricultural. Lef- I don't know. Maybe someone that's better versed in English can can explain <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> why that's uh, agricultural. Uh, Kuldeep Yadav, he's been really, really good. I think he's second at the moment um, in in the uh, wicket taking. Um, in the IPL, he had four for fourteen. Um, he is, yeah, he is second uh, in the purple cap race uh, with seventeen wickets. Uh, Mitch Marsh came back uh, after you know having that that uh, um, bout of COVID where he did get quite mm. sick. It'd be interesting to see if he gets named tonight. Would love to see him making some runs. He didn't have much of an impact in that one with just third aim. Uh, David Warner, uh, we just spoke about his good form. Uh, he had forty two of twenty six. And Rovman Powell, they paid big money for the West Indian, and this is why uh, thirty three of sixteen um, to finish off the run chase with an over to spare. KKR, they started this the tournament very good, uh, winning three of their first four. Then now lost five on the trot, and they are looking in big big trouble. DC four wins, four losses. They've gone win loss, win loss, win loss, win loss. So they haven't won back to back. Uh, so a big, big matchup tonight uh, against Lucknow Super Giants, who sit in third um, for the Caps, who are currently fin- uh, sitting in sixth. But they do have two games in hand. Uh, uh, you know, two two games in hand from RCB, who sit uh, ahead of them in fifth. Um, Match 42, Lucknow, speaking of, uh, they beat uh, Punjab. Uh, Kasiga Rabada was the main man for the Kings, taking four for 38. The ex-Delhi capital, actually, uh, getting that important wicket of K.O. Rahul for just six, who has been this, uh, I think he's still number two in the in the um, orange cap. Uh, just clicking back over there. Yes, still number yep. two, 374. Uh, well, and, and number two, he's a long way ahead of Hardik <laughs> Panjit there. 
Uh, you'd think one two is pretty much set. Yeah. Um, who knows? You know, still five or six games mm-hmm. left, depending on um, on which team. Um, and the Lucknow uh, bowlers uh, did a really good job. Uh, Krunal Pandya, two for 11. Chamir, two for 17. Moshin Khan, three for 24. Lucknow sit in third. So we've seen both Lucknow and Gujarat, uh, the two new franchises, doing very well. Speaking of, Gujarat beat uh, RCB. Coley finally got some runs, 50 mm. out of 53. It was good to see him spend some time at the crease. Uh, scored kind of slowly, you know, if you're striking at 110 and you face 53 balls, is it is it a good thing in the IPL? Um, but at least for his confidence, you know, to get a few runs on the board, um, you know, might, yeah, might be good uh, for for him mentally, although uh, RCB not able to win that one. Um, Gujarat, uh, they're, they're looking like the, the last over chasing specialists. Uh, they've had two this week and five overall, including two uh, really good ones on the last ball. <coughs> Rahul Tuatia and David Miller, very good um, with them. Uh, the Titans have won five straight. And boys, Mumbai Indians, they're off the donut. No <laughs> nudie run around the 180. Uh, they beat the Rajasthan Royals. They finally got a win. And they went with three Aussies uh, in their team. I think that's the first time that all three Aussies in Dan Sams, Rolly Meredith and Tim David um, got got a gig. Uh, David, 20 not out of just nine balls, so showing that nice hitting. And then Sam's um, six, hit, face one ball, hit it for six, uh, and got the, the run chase home. Riley Meredith, also pretty good uh, for Mumbai, two for 24. Uh, obviously on big, big money last year, and then I think he's making about one-tenth of what he got paid last year. So good to see him uh, doing well there. Rohit Sharma continues to struggle. Um, he, he just had two. Um, and uh, Butler, shocked me, uh, Butler made runs in this one, 67 of 52. Uh, didn't strike it as, you know, he's been striking at like 170, so not quite as good as he normally does. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, his effort's not enough to get Rajasthan home in that one. Now, Marks, we've got the table up there. Gujarat, uh, top of the table, 8 and 1, followed by Rajasthan and Lucknow. They're, they're four points behind Gujarat. So Gujarat in a really strong position to finish first. Uh, look, you'd, they'd have to lose every game pretty much out uh, here to, to miss out. So I yeah. think you can lock them in for a final spot. Definitely. Uh, then we've got Sunrisers, Hyderabad and RCB both on 10 points. The caveat there being that RCB have played two more games and have that shocking yep. net run rate. DC uh, and Punjab Kings. Uh, both uh, on eight points in sixth and seventh there, and I think it's time to start putting a line through KKR, CSK, and Mumbai uh, on six, four, and two points, respectively. Yeah. Um, <coughs> do you want to bring up the uh, – what we've already kind of alluded to it. Uh, yes, so Orange Cap, Joss Butler, 566 Run striking at 155. Uh, yeah, so he is well nearly 200 runs ahead of Kale Rahul. Uh, I think that orange yep. cap uh, is going to stay on Joss's head. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And then yeah, we spoke about Kale a long way ahead of Hardik Pandya there. The uh, top-scoring Aussie, David Warner, 13th uh, there. So he's been in some pretty decent f- decent form. He just hasn't gone on to make that really big score. You know, I think yeah. he, I think he's, at, what, he's got three 50s there. Three 50s, but he's no striking centuries. well. He, he's striking at nearly 160. Yeah. Um, and he had a bit of a down year last year at Sunrisers, uh, obviously. Yeah. get Getting... You know, dropped essentially at the at the end yeah. of the season last year. So True. good to see uh, the bull, the reverend, uh, back yep. amongst the runs. And yep. then, if you want to just go over to the purple cap, just uh, also on Warner though, mm-hmm. he has got three matches less than 
couple of the other blokes as that well. Is so very yeah. true, very true. It's probably so the reason why the runs are down. So yeah, well, he's, that's it. He's the he's yeah, he's, striking, he's the he's the top scorer for Delhi, and uh, yeah, it, it, like we're saying, you know, RCB have got two games um, ahead of them. Mm. Uh, interestingly, though, no RCB players in that, <laughs> in that top ten because their batting woes uh, have been. Well documented. Uh, but, yeah, if you just want to jump over to, yeah, the purple cap there, we've got Yuzvendra Chahal uh, of the Rajasthan Royals. So both Royals players leading uh, the batting and bowling at the moment with 19 wickets. I called it, Yadav just mentioned uh, he has been a revelation for Delhi Capitals. Uh, he has 17 Wickets, uh, followed by Umran Malik, uh, who we spoke about before, who bowls wheels. He's got 15, as does one Hindu, Hasaranga, and T. And Natarajan, uh, Josh Hazelwood down there for the Aussies. He's uh, missed the first few games, um, so he's played six. He's got 10 poles. Uh, economy, 7.6. Uh, strike rate, 13.5. I, th- I think it's fair to say he's... Mm, I, 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 let's let's call it a, even between Hazelwood and Warner. I think as the best Aussies so far. Uh, obviously, Hazelwood, the standout Australian uh, bowler. Yep, by far. Yeah, well, Cummins, yeah, Cummins. Cummins hasn't been playing. <laughs> Getting spanked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Sams is down there. He's got seven wickets. He's only played the six games. Uh, Riley Meredith has only played three. Yeah, Aussie yeah. bowlers n- not getting much of a look in. No. Not after last season as well. Mm-hmm. That'll do. That'll do our cricket chat. Uh, we will, yeah. if you want to listen to us talk some more smack uh, with probably a few more listeners, actually. <laughs> uh, sometimes I have to talk in front of about 25,000 people on those live watch yeah. parties. Uh, so we'll see uh, how that goes. We It's 6 o'clock now down under, so we've got about an hour and 15 till we need to join them. NRL, boys. NRL, uh, we were uh, on Anzac Day um, last week. Uh, so I went home and watched the Dragons win on Anzac Day. They were paying about $4.50. Very happy for that. And they've just beaten the West Tigers 12-6, to six, three in a row for the Dragons. I think that puts them in 10th place. Uh, but there's a log jam in the middle of that yeah. ladder. We'll have a look at Some it safety. in, in uh, a sec. And Melbourne putting on an absolute cricket score against the Warriors. 70-10. to 10. It was 14-10 yeah. at the half. And then they, they just... Went into sixth gear in that second half. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about a pre-show. The biggest margin in the NRL era is 70 points. Para, uh, beating the Sharks 74-4 to four in 2003. So they were 10 points short of uh, owning that record. But if they'd, if they'd started <laughs> it from... from um, from uh, you know the first From minute, the first they, minute yeah. yeah, they could have they could have uh, got another you know Melbourne Storm record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig Bellamy halftime chat must be real real good compared <laughs> yeah, to Ricky Stewart. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Ricky needs to have a listen to Billy Aches uh, halftime blowups. Can you imagine uh, you know them leading the Warriors just fourteen ten on Anzac Day? They probably did cop a bit of a spray for oh, you know not not just scored forty in <laughs> not being not being half. up enough. Uh, interesting as well. I think we have mentioned it on the show before, but uh, the biggest margin ever in the uh, in the New South Wales Rugby League, ARL, NRL, the history of Rugby League, if you will, yep. the St George Dragons, mighty St George Dragons, back in 1935, <laughs> 91 to six over the poor Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, they were, I think, in those days, they were the Canterbury Berries. It's a, it's a good, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, good name for a football yeah. team. It really incites uh, fear into the others. You know, you're going up against the Berries this week. Uh, whether they were raspberries or blackberries or strawberries, I'm not really sure. Boysenberries. Boysenberries. Yeah, let's go. With blue, blue, or blue, blueberries, blue and white. Maybe, maybe they were the blueberries. Yeah, maybe that's where the colours came from. <laughs> 
And uh, and then the poor dogs, they I don't know what was going on. Uh, you know, salary cap issues back in 1935. <laughs> uh, they uh, they lost to East the next week, 87 to seven, which is the second biggest margin ever. So the poor Canterbury Berries oh. back in 1935. All right, let's talk more recent rugby league. <laughs> Round eight, Sean, Broncos, they beat the Sharks. This was a big upset uh, given how well the Sharks have been playing. Did you catch much of this mm. one? Yeah, I caught the second half of this. They played unders, you know, I think, the Sharks, and Adam Reynolds was just too good for them, mm. uh, controlling mm. the run around. And they kind of uh, wore them out. So whether just the, the matchup-wise for the Sharks and Bulldogs, just um, Sharks and Broncos, sorry, mm. um, that the, the Broncos just matched up better mm. um, and mm. played more to their style of footy. But they, of course, got the job done. Um, and I think Staggs was, was probably a big one because um, th- they kept the, the Sharks very, very quiet and especially a certain centre on that side of the field. Yeah, big Very, s- very quiet Big Sif with Talakai after playing one of the best halves of rugby league <laughs> I've ever seen in my life against Manly. Um, on the Thursday night before, uh, was kept very, very quiet and it's really pertinent to the Origin chat, which is going around Luttrell, um, likely to miss game one with that hamstring hamstring tendon injury. A lot of people have Stags and Talakai up there, of course, with Stephen Crichton as um, their, um, you know, picks to to jump into the centres there. And Stags, uh, his Origin stock definitely uh, increased after this matchup. Yeah, big time. Because if you get to play, is it... Uh, Harper Morgan or is it Morgan Harper? Morgan Harper. Harper. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't remember which, <laughs> which order it was in. <laughs> Two first names. Two. Sean, yeah. Sean getting a name wrong. That's never happened before <laughs> on the ESCI. Don't worry about that. I had the name right just in the wrong order. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if you can't play him every week, then, yeah, you're not going to get picked in the Origin Yeah, so he, squad, he so. did get really found out. Yeah, poor, and poor Harper Morgan. <laughs> yeah, and got dropped straight away. So Yeah, they had a uh, Totel uh, Cooler or, or Cola. I don't know if it's Cooler or Cola, Ken yeah. Cola. Um, he he's um, you know the, the the speed demon that everyone's sort of uh, speaking highly of. Uh, he he actually ended up getting the gig for Manly, who we'll get to in just a second. Yeah. Broncos. So I came back to earth a little bit in in this one, but yeah, the Broncos were good. They kind of grand this game out towards the end and um, scored some points late um, to give them a nice buffer to win the game. The Broncos have been weird this year. Sometimes you watch them like you did on Thursday night, like you did back in round one where they beat South. They defend really well. And you think, geez, is this a good football team? And then other yeah, weeks yeah. they just dish up horrendous footy. So it's a, definitely uh, a, a hard one to pick. I'm sure all of us picked the Sharks in, in this one. Um, they play South um, on Thursday Night Football again mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, so, uh, obviously, all the rhetoric around Adam Reynolds playing his old team. They got the bickies over them. Mm. I hope he doesn't get COVID one. this time. Uh, yeah, that's true because he didn't play in that. He yeah, didn't he play missed, in, missed the first. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. So, uh, Reynolds actually playing against his old team mm. um, for the first time. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's interesting how many people get COVID and how many – like the, the mind, you know, covering yeah, yeah. so many sports, uh, you know – Tends, tends to evade you sometimes. But, yeah, he did miss that first game. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how he goes against his uh, his old team, especially after they did beat him uh, without him. Yep. Okay, Friday night, uh, Panthers beat the Titans 18-4. The Titans actually defended well for a change against, you know, the best team in rugby yes. league. Go figure. Uh, they led forward zip at the half, and then Panthers just showed their their class. Way too good for them in the second half. 18 unanswered points, led by the people's chin, Nathan Cleary. Uh, elite <laughs> kicking game, three tackle bars, two try assists, 
assists and a meat pie for himself. Isaiah Yo, one of the most consistent guys in the NRL. He was great again. And Big Tino, I think he's he's relishing getting the captaincy over there at the Gold Coast. He was pretty good in a mm-hmm. losing side. Now, the big storyline, I suppose, out of this one is the $1.2 million man, Dave Fafita. He suffered a grade two MCL. Looks like he'll be out for four weeks. Titans, their season's not really going as well as they would have liked uh, and to be losing their essentially marquee player for four weeks. Uh, that's not going to do them any good, you wouldn't think. Uh, Panthers-Eels next mm. week. That's a, That'll be an interesting matchup. Battle of the West and uh, the Titans play the Chooks. Um, so, yeah, hard to see them winning that one, but we'll get to the Chooks in a sec. They have been de- definitely quite lacklustre in the last few weeks. Mm. Yep. Now, the later game um, on... Um, Friday night was South beating Manly. Now, Carl Lawton uh, got sent to the bin in just the ninth minute minute for a pretty bad spear tackle on Cam Murray. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it live and then seeing him get sent to the bin and I thought, oh, fuck me, here we go. Another game that gets decided by a shit refereeing decision. Yada, yada, yada. Then I watched it, the replay and, you know, they showed it over and over and over again. This is... I think that's fair to, to be sent that's off. The, you look at the position that Cam Murray lands on there. Yeah, that, it's, it's the high point of the shoulder. Like it's th- that is you know uh, more towards neck than it is to sho- we lands on his neck. Yeah, not well not, past not the his horizontal. Shoulder. Yeah. Oh, the horizontal <laughs> on the rest. He's he's vertical there. He, yeah. he's, he's he's getting absolutely dropped on his head. Um, yeah, and, and I watched it back and I thought, oh, Peppy, give give the refs uh, some some kind of credit. <laughs> if you're going to send people off, I think it should be for tackles like that. Where Now, Cam bounced up and he was fine, but oh, that's a few yeah. inches away from being something really horrible. Um, you know, we, we spoke last week about the horrible situation with Nathan Stapleton and Alex yep. McKinnon come to mind. Yeah. Um, you want to send guys in... Um, in the NRL, I think it needs to be for stuff like that where, um, you know, you, you really are putting another player it at some really, really high risk of, of sustaining a, a really horrible injury. So they played with uh, 12 men. For 12 men for... And for, for, they had a large portion. Yeah, they, re- they let it halftime. They, they really... Um, Played well with 12 men. I think the big thing when you go to 12 men is, just, is trying to sustain it for 80 yeah. minutes. Uh, so, obviously, South yep. ran over them in the second half. But, yep. yeah, that, considering yep. they were down 12 men uh, for 71 minutes of the game, uh, pretty good effort from Manly. Uh, DCE, I think he's been listening to the show. Uh, there's only one, <laughs> one way to explain his his uh, recent form uh, in a losing side. I think it was about round four, you know, Manly hadn't been – or maybe a bit – I think maybe about round three when Manly had started – a bit slow. Melbourne were playing pretty good, and we were saying Tom Turbo is probably out. Yeah, thereabouts. yeah, yeah. And yeah. we we're saying I think Jerome Hughes has really cemented himself as the number two best halfback in the NRL. I'm still going to stay. I'll st- I'll stick with that statement. Uh, you know, we've seen what the Melbourne Storm have done recently. Jerome Hughes a big part of that, but DCE is still a, a very oh, very good halfback. Um, yeah, so just wanted wanted to go back about about a month and, and kind of clarify. Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't think uh, that that statement was too much of a knock on DCE. Uh, more just a, a pat on the back for how well Jerome Hughes has been playing. Yeah, agree, agree. <laughs> um, might put the AFL on monks. Um, yes, the Dragons have won. I don't know if I mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it at length. I think uh, yep. in just a second. I, I just wanted on Manly. Have they lost three in a row? No, two. They've lost two in a row. I think. Yeah, since um, Turbo's knee injuries. Yeah. Mm. 
just but they won without Turbo. The, the, yeah, the, the first game. one they the first first game of his away, but yeah. So so yep. forty to twenty two lost to South thirty four twenty two from the CSC for Talakai show in the first half yeah. it, with that wind where they, yeah. all the points except for a, a penalty goal was scored at one end. Uh, so they've lost two in a row, and then going back uh, they did beat the Gold Coast Titans and Newcastle. Uh, and the Canberra yeah. Raiders before that. So they were actually starting to look pretty good. Um, but, yeah, obviously, no turbo, 12 men, pretty hard to, to pull out a win. Yeah. Uh, Cody Walker, I think he probably had his best game of the season so far. There's been a lot of sort of talk around him, you know. has it Was he relying on Adam Reynolds? And that's why he was, you know, being this electric ball runner, you know, scores yeah. a lot of tries for a six. I think he was quite good. Um, and, and speaking of scoring tries, Keon Kaloma-Tuggy, he scored again. He's, he's an edge-back rower. He has scored four tries in eight games, so 50-50 chance. And I got him at five bucks in my same game multi, which went down. But <laughs> thank you thank you very much to Keon Kaloma-Tuggy. If you do like to Back have on a, form. If, if you like to have a little flirt, he's... He's, uh, he's a good shout. Yeah, he's kind of like a day for feeder in that he, he you know, or, or if you want to have a real throwback, you know, like a Beaver Menzies as a as a as a try scoring edge back rower, definitely uh, likes to get a sniff of a meat pie. Um, now, yesterday, yesterday there were upsets galore. Um, we've seen a yeah. bit, we've spoken a bit about it. This is parity ish in the league uh, outside of the teams called the Penrith yeah. Panthers and Melbourne Storm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one and two, everyone else. Yeah, it's but everyone else yeah, on, on any given. Saturday in this case, um, <laughs> uh, anyone anyone can win. Sean, did you catch much of the Raiders yesterday? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they only lost a lot by a point, but it was a, a f- it was a fade. They held a lead. Oh, they were it went to Golden guns. Point. Uh, I was on a boat, motherfucker, <laughs> um, in Sydney, enjoying the nice weather and having a few beers out there. I did not see a single bit of this other than the highlights and having a look at the fantasy scores. Uh, I'm going to lose my I, I'm. Assuming that Jackson Hastings didn't just score 120 points in a losing side, I'm going to lose my fantasy <laughs> matchup against a bloke who played Dale Finucane and Andrew Fafita, who both didn't play. <laughs> so, yeah, take what I say on this podcast uh, with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, what what did, what were your thoughts in this Raiders loss? Was it the classic kind of you know fade? Did they really shit the bed in the second half? Oh, they, yeah, yes, they played terrible in the second half. Turned the ball over. Um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as last week, but it was still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they faded towards the end defensively and um, gave the Warriors plenty of opportunities to get points. Um, bit of a lazy uh, penalty from Horsburgh, which, uh, you know, high contact, which probably bounced up off the shoulder and mm-hmm. um, commentators brought the counts like, yeah, that's probably not high, high, high oh, short. So I okay, okay. uh, got a freebie there. And then uh, by that point, you're just like, yeah, Sean Johnson's going to kick a field goal. We're going to lose. Um, he did yeah. that to us last time. <laughs> the John mm. Johnson's a bit of a bogey player for the Raiders team. Mm. Um, but well, they, well, they should have scored 40 points in the first half. They were so dominant. They, yeah. I, right. I think by the 20th minute, they'd had um, 22 tackles inside the opposition's half to like four. Like they were... Um, and just couldn't... Just couldn't... Couldn't convert to put it away. They were... You know, that first 20 minutes, they were just putting on a sword and... Now, and it ended up being, yeah, very dismal for them. And um, oh, it wouldn't surprise me if a few... Uh, they'll be looking at that squad and seeing what they can do. Um, Rapana actually dro- was uh, directly responsible for two like really soft tries. Mm. Like one, he was mm. running back to pick the ball up and he fell over and the 
the Warriors guy just ran through, picked it up, and scored a try. Uh-huh, uh-huh. um, and then he threw a pass to Nickel um, to Cottridge that bounced, uh, and he missed to handle it and went straight to Warriors so guy. And not, he scored. So, so not defensive errors, both handling errors. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah and Rapana mm. didn't really add too much. And then he was he was um, ruined by the second half. He really doesn't have the legs for as a fullback. So yeah, and considering that in play, Nickel Klostag till like the last five minutes, and they had Savage just do it on the on the wing again, doing absolutely fucking nothing. Um, yeah, I would have put Rapana on the wing and Savage at the back there and hope it, for the best. But interesting, anyway, when when Rapana was playing fullback a lot last year, when San K was out with that long neck injury, he he was actually really quite good. I thought so. I, yeah, I don't know if it's just a teething thing for him or he, maybe he's just had a Barry Crocker and you know yeah. it's hurt his confidence. It was an absolute shocker for him in this one, unfortunately, and um, he. He was directly responsible for Larry on the Warriors back in this game. But either way, they lose again. Um, and outside of Jack White, and I'm not sure what else, what they're going to do in that squad to mm. potentially get back to winning games. Yeah, um, they sit 14th now. They play the Dogs at least next week, an enticing 14th versus 15th matchup. Yeah, and they played the Dogs, uh, what, two weeks ago? Um didn't they play them recently and just got a win over the doggies? Yeah, was it two weeks ago? Is the NRL schedule really that? Schedule pretty, pretty bad. Yep. Um, Cowboys. I thought it was pretty recent. Penrith. It doesn't come to mind. Maybe Are I you sure it was Canterbury? I haven't played the dogs this year. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played the dogs? No, you mean on the Hong Kongs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they haven't played them at all this year. Ah, there you go. <laughs> How much attention I've been paying. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, we'll play the this dogs and we'll just lose to them. So, yeah. This uh, is coming from a guy that I reckon 99% of his sporting intake in the last two weeks has been watching NFL, has been watching college football yeah. uh, tape yeah. and, and tr- getting ready for the NFL draft. So I'll give you a pass on that one. Yeah. But also maybe lay off the Hong Kongs. Yeah. Um, anyway. uh, interesting you mentioned that the Raiders um, were were – Making error after error after error. Monks yeah. got the stats there. 18 errors from the Raiders, 17 from the Warriors. An error, well, that's 35 errors, and just about an error every two minutes. Uh, I can't a, imagine that's a, a great game to watch for the neutral viewer. At it least it was terrible. close, I guess. <laughs> it was a terrible oh, yeah. game of football. It, it was pretty close to rivaling that, what was that, that Tigers? Um, was that oh, Bull, Bull yeah, the, thir- game? The, the Thursday the, night one, it was Tigers-Titans. Titans, yeah. yeah. That, that and we gave the NRL the mop of the week for... That's right. For scheduling that on a Thursday <laughs> night and it being one of the worst games of NRL footy ever. Yeah, this they true. had points in this game at least, but it was not quite still, that bad. It was game. still pretty bad, like bad. from a professional two for professional football teams. It was like, yeah, it's a bit dismal. Ricky safe? Uh, well, I think so. <laughs> well, you can't, you, you, Raiders won't sack him. Nah, like he's, he, a he's a Raiders legend. He's a Raiders legend. Yeah, yeah. nah. Yeah, okay. If he if he was at the Dragons or all the Tigers, <laughs> yeah, he'd be gone next week. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos, the Broncos don't mind sacking, yeah, sacking a coach. Exactly. If, True. If he was at one of those premier like high membership clubs, uh, yeah, he probably wouldn't have lasted. Well, that's, um, that's right. You, you Canberra Raiders, they kind of fly, fly under the radar. Obviously, we get a lot of Canberra media here, being Canberrans, yep. but uh, you don't get the national kind of attention, um, you know, that, that say a, a Broncos or, you know, a big Sydney club like a like Roosters. a South or an Roosters or something gets. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I can't see a world uh, in which Ricky Stewart um, loses that coaching job ever. Um, credit to the Warriors. They're four and four. So despite, you know, this being a bit of a sloppy game, uh, a lot of us, I think we all had them in the bottom two, bottom three when we did 
our um, our series our season preview. Uh, they play the Sharks next week, so that'll be a bit of a litmus test. But I think Tohu Harris is pretty close um, to coming back, who's been an elite forward for them, uh, rehabbing his ACL. Uh, Josh Curran, who's been very good for them as an edge back rower this year, uh, he's done his MCL. He'll be out for four weeks. But mm. I only just saw this today. Ash Taylor retired, mm. only 27 years of age. Now, the poor bloke, he got absolutely crucified essentially uh, for being on that massive contract at the Titans. Was it 1.3 million? Uh, it was 1. A, 2. a mil at least. And yeah, the, the chat of course, the Titans. It was 1.1. It was over a million dollars. Yeah, it was yeah. over a million. It was yeah. over a million dollars. Uh, and um, the concern was, you know, the Titans didn't get maybe their value for money um, out of that out of well, his play. You, but well, when you spend, you know, $2.3 million of your salary cap on two players and him, <laughs> and him and Fafita and pal- like paying an edge back rower mm. that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. It was. well, he, he was on a mill for three or four years while there at the Titans. So he, he he was there for a good good hot minute, get paid well, and not really delivering results. But there's always got, more to the story. It, yeah, if you've got chronic hip injuries, mm. then um, yeah, like he's got bad hips. So he's been for the news being he's been forced to retire. He won't play for the Warriors this year. We've barely um, seen him. I think he played. He did play against the Titans actually back in round two. Yeah. But haven't I don't know if he's played many games for them. Um, Twenty seven years of old. Your hips are absolutely cooked. It just yeah. goes to show. It's <laughs> pretty it, bad. Like. You got to you know, it, it just you got to be careful. I'm sure we've been guilty of it before. You, you know, you remember Starkey when he was underperforming last year, and everyone's into him and yeah, this and that. His old man's Cancer. And his old man was dying, and yeah. then and then you know yeah. at least we I think we do a pretty good job of it, of it. You know, obviously we do this as a hobby, so yeah. you know there's not yeah. really much money involved. Yeah. We come back we, and we, say, we, oh well, we got that wrong. Yeah, Whereas you don't see that you know anyone that's yeah. fucking crucified Ash Taylor over the last few years are they going to write it on an op-ed of you know <laughs> oh, oh, sorry for crucifying this guy and you know calling him every yeah. name under the sun when he's 27 years old and his hips are fucked. Like it's not a nice joint to. To have problems with either, you know. We, we definitely critique the on-field product. Um, of course. Like, like the performance you're putting out. But yeah. yeah, there's always usually a story to it. And there's, yeah, well, same with Jared. Like he was definitely underperforming. And the fact is like his body is basically cooked and that's why yeah. he hasn't Cro- been playing. Yep, so, yep, exactly um, right. So, so yeah. And, and, in, and in this, you know, we say it every week, but it is a, a you know, a modern day gladiator sport. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for guys that like watching a lot of different contact sports, uh, yes, you do have the you know that high impact collision of the NFL, the power, the speed. Mm. But I still I still think rugby league is the toughest sport in the world. Essentially, um, yeah, well, so there's not many blokes in the NFL making forty tackles. Uh, <laughs> uh, not many. There's uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, of course, the offensive defensive linemen like they beat themselves up, but they're not like. And, and it gives not, not like tackling each other. I'll tell you ground. what. It, so it, it is it is a different. The old chat that you get from you know. Boomer Aussies that have only ever watched, you know, cricket or rugby league their whole life and yeah. couldn't tell you what, you know, American sport is. And then, yeah, oh, they're, <laughs> they're soft cocks and they wear their, their you know, yeah. helmets and helmets their pads and this pads. and that. Now, I hate hearing that kind of shit, but also I do think that the NRL is, is the toughest game yeah. that, that, that there is. I'm not really sure. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, Dagestani Wrestling League or something is like. You know, <laughs> oh, there's probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that you know some. Ty, no, no, ty, I'd be more ty worried ky- about their soccer boxing. league yeah. than I would be their wrestling, because <laughs> those boys would come to play. Let's put yeah. it that way. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I suppose. But, yeah, we should preface that that we're talking about team sports here. We're not talking uh, about individual. Well, like, even even, even say the UFC. Well, say the UFC. Like we're we're big fans of the UFC. Yeah, get head kicks. Like, and and we've seen some absolute wars. You look at guys' faces. You look at the Korean zombies. 
face after that Volk fight and you think, holy shit, you are a tough <laughs> fuck. But then the, the counter to that is, yeah, an elite fighter, you may be fighting four times a year. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. The, it's, it is apples and oranges. You know, you can't kick someone in the head, I suppose, in the NRL. <laughs> uh, but just the, just the repeated strain on, on your body, uh, you know, yeah. they, they played... Uh, just, sorry, just reminded me that uh, Corey Horsby was put on report yesterday for a facial. That's what the ref said. A facial? <laughs> <laughs> he gave a facial. They put him on uh, no uh, report for a facial. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I had to bring that up. Did he rub some like nice moisturising cream in? Is that the... the yeah, he was, he was, he was rubbing, he's, he's rubbing <laughs> the opposite. He was a little bit face. more R-rated. Uh, one, yeah, one of these high... Yeah. High price facial uh, <laughs> gift vouchers yeah. that you get for the yeah. missus. And he Not, said, "You're on report." For if it's the other facial, I'm, and the commentators, I'm, I'm, I've never like, experienced that. We've seen it in short films. That is like so. There's like that's the first time anyone's been put on report for a facial. So. There you go. That's that's maybe shout a beer worthy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Miss one there, Sorry. Corey Horsbrah. I just remember out facials. <laughs> um, Ash Taylor, just going going back to him. Phrasing. Um, 116 games in his NRL career, nearly. Well, 114 of them at the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah. He was a Toowoomba boy and mm-hmm. grew up in St George, Queensland. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realise he's uh, also part Indigenous. I, no, I do remember him yes. actually playing in some of those Indigenous All Star games. Um, played his youth football with the Broncos and then picked up by the Titans. Mate, all the best with your um, retirement. I hope those mm. hips aren't so bad, that, you know, that they're causing you issues in your day-to-day life, obviously. Being, yeah. out, being able to walk around a golf course is, you know, it takes a, it takes a little bit less uh, impact than playing uh, NRL footy. So ho- hopefully he's got something lined up. Um, and, yeah, all that money yeah. that he did make, <laughs> hopefully that, that it's gone. Saved a few of them. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Well, by all accounts, he's still around the club. He was in the booth um, yeah. uh, with, with, uh, with Nathan Brown. Um, uh, yesterday, so I assume he'd be around. Yeah, maybe do a men- mentoring role Mentor at the Warriors this yeah. year, and then I don't know when they go back to New Zealand. He, I imagine he stays in Queensland, but who knows? Uh, shout out to Ash Taylor on your uh, NRL career, which um, obviously has been cut short. Uh, now, this was an interesting one. Bulldogs, Roosters. The Dogs have beaten mm. the Chooks 16-12. to 12. I was on a booze cruise, as I mentioned, and I missed all of the Raiders game. I was actually watching a lot of this. Um, towards the end of the game, I remember Canberra winning. Can I give you any expert analysis? Was I sitting there <laughs> with my laptop out, writing notes, as I sometimes do for this podcast? And no, no. The, I, I know that the Dogs won. I know that it was a big, big upset. Mm-hmm. I looked at the fantasy scores, uh, and it was all their new recruits that played very very well in, in Pango Jr. and Matt Burton, Josh out of car, the Fox, he got a double. Chooks fans be pretty disappointed, you reckon, after going down to the Dragons on Anzac Day and the Dogs. Yeah. Um, Teddy was very, very good in a losing side. 299 run metres, nearly got that 300. 11 yeah. tackle bus and a meat pie. Been a, a few people kind of been, you know, yarning this year. Oh, is he still the best fullback in the league? You know, yeah, well, people question his origin position, whether he should play one mm. considering the other. I think it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. He's yeah. been flying a little bit under the radar this season, I the, suppose. The, the Roosters yeah. are clunky. That's yeah. the problem. Like, he's doing yeah. the best mm. he can. Mm. It's The issue's not with him. I think it's mm. more... Um, we saw it with the Roosters. They started real clunky. They kind of found a bit of chemistry. Then I think they've lost their way again a little bit. Yep. Um, potentially, maybe through the hooker. The hooker's been a bit unders. Um uh, the last v- couple of... Verrills? Yeah, Verrills, yeah. yeah. I think he was only played 60 or 70 in this match as well. Okay. Um, mm. 
so you know, still good minutes for a hooker, but they had him on the bench. I think he actually well, was banged of, up a little bit. A lot bit, of them so. play 80 these days as well, so yeah. Yeah. So have to yeah. factor that clunky. in. Clunky. Yeah, clunky. But I think as a Dragons fan, I hate seeing the Chooks lose. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big, the, cry me a river. The big storyline with, with this, though, was Gus uh, was running training this week at yeah. the Bulldogs. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, of course, um, and then all the, the dinosaurs talking about... Um, Sack yeah. Baz, he's useless. It's yeah, all exactly. his fault. Nothing Gus to do with Gus has already it. taken over, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Trent... I basically said, well, I asked him to do it. So, um, you know, he's he's definitely coached uh, at a very high level in the past and has a great football brain. And as annoying as he can yeah. be, you know, with his state of origin, you know. Uh, he's, he's biased, especially on commentary. And he's uh, biased <laughs> and he says. <laughs> Even when the Bulldogs are playing. So. He says stuff sometimes and you're like, shut up, Gus. And you yeah, think, it's not oh, the 80s anymore. That's right. And you think, how does that <laughs> face look like that without being stung by a whole nest of wasps <laughs> all of that aside the bloke, has, the bloke has one of the best footballing brains in yeah, this country yeah exactly yeah. right so yeah. you know when Gus talks people listen and uh, and it's mm. paid dividends for them I they, think they obviously listened to him at the Bulldogs because they came out and played a you know a good game of footy to get over yeah the I think I think Baz cops of a fair bit of unfair criticism as well like it's a pretty shit job that he walked into with, with not much of a list well, yeah, yeah they've improved well, he walked slightly, into the, the slightly man, this year. manly job after Des Hasler probably had you know paid uh, right ruined the salary cap. Yeah, guys yeah. on uh, ending deals with you know backloaded. Two, um, yeah, and he really didn't get much support there. And two, uh, two, two uh, tough jobs for Trent yeah. Barrett. Now, am I going to defend uh, someone that I kind of idolised as a kid? Uh, yeah. playing, <laughs> for your club, playing yeah. six for my club. He's from tomorrow, where my missus' family's from. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe there is a little bit of red and white uh, in the eyes there. Um, you know, at the end of the day, they get paid well. They need to produce results. Maybe some of the criticism is. Uh, somewhat warranted But yeah Interesting there That, that Gus uh, Comes down uh, Runs a training session Or two And uh, They come out And beat the Chooks Yeah mm-hmm. They've actually got A pretty good run Over the next week Couple of weeks So we mentioned That they've got The, the Raiders, Raiders <laughs> And then they've got The Knights after that Who Beat Dismal Dismal um, Since Bonga signed his deal Yep Tigers uh, Which will probably Be a test for them um, Dragons, dragons. Uh, They'll probably lose That Dragons game 44-0 But um, outside you of hope so <laughs> <laughs> outside, no, That's That's a, That's four Bottom eight uh, Teams currently yeah, mm. in, And include Well what do we got Raiders are 14th Knights are last Tigers are 13th mm. So that's like You literally The next three weeks Are playing Bottom end teams So it, yeah. If they can win One, two, three of them Yeah that's maybe Put you back in the conversation Exactly, exactly. And exactly. When you look at the start of the season Like they had pretty they've tough had a lot of, Top ends well, so. And they had a lot of close losses They they, yeah. they got pants by Melbourne yeah, Fucking water's wet <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone gets pants by Melbourne But outside of that They've defended pretty well Their big issue has been scoring points I think uh, before mm. last night's game, they were saying Melbourne scored more points on Anzac Day than uh, than Canterbury had scored all oh, yeah. year. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do. I now remember where I got confused with the Raiders playing um, the the Bulldogs because it was actually Brisbane I was playing the Bulldogs that that uh, game. Ah, because you go for two teams. Yeah, uh, that's it. Interesting. It all blends together. Um, <laughs> but Kyle Flanagan in that game was very much like absent. Mm. Like yeah. I think that's the issue. Like he's he's the halfback of the squad, and he barely gets involved, and um, until like the last tackle, and he kicks the ball. Like uh, um, I, I think they need more direction from their halves to for them to get points. When did Baz bring him back in the team though? He's only played three games. I feel like yeah, yeah. So he played. I think he came back for that Brisbane game. No, round six he played against against South. I feel like that was the game that he came 
back into the side. Uh, they played Penrith. Did he play that game? No, he played that game too soon. I think he's played four games, Kyle Flanagan. Mm. Uh, I, I'm glad that Kyle Flanagan's back in that side. Obviously did really well at the Chooks uh, and has struggled a little bit at the Dogs. I've just looked at the time. We're going to have to... Uh, yeah, tr- get a rig tr- on. you got to have now. Yep. Get, get a rig on. <laughs> Cowboys smacked uh, Parramatta. This was a massive upset. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about last week. Are the Cowboys good? Yeah, I think you can say now that... that well, that are, they, are they good or are the Eels pretenders? Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. flogging the uh, Dave Grohl uh, Foo Fighters uh, <laughs> pretender chat last year around Parramatta. The thing is, the games that I've watched Parramatta, you watch them and you're like, fuck, they're good, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, but I mean, then they lose like the Tigers and then they, 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 they next week they smack someone in the top six and then the yeah. week after that yeah. they lose to the, the Cowboys. Thing, so. The thing with Parramatta is that they're the opposite of flat track bullies. They'll go yeah. out and beat Melbourne. They've beaten Melbourne in their last three games. Do you know what I mean? They, they beat good sides and yeah. then they... Rock up, and I don't know if it's an attitude thing or, or switch off. Yeah, yeah, and they, they get they lose the Tigers, they get hammered by the well, Cowboys. I, I saw the I saw the the, the memes, the joke getting around with because uh, Brad Arthur's son was playing six, I believe. And Jake D- Arthur, yeah, yeah. And yep. Dylan Brown was in the centres. In the centres again. That you know the, the Eels aren't going to win until Brad Arthur starts playing his misses at fullback. So you've got to get the whole family in. <laughs> oh, I think they'll go on after it. Uh, no, uh, Dylan Brown was probably their better as a six and. Um, he was playing lights out as a six. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah so, was, I, I don't know. They'll I, I think this was maybe pay, didn't pay dividends for them because mm. um, last week was a force move and this week it was, you know, by design. So, yeah. Um, anyway. I'd expect Dylan Brown back in six uh, next week. Shout out to the Cowboys. Uh, we were saying that they hadn't beaten a team currently in the top eight, so now they have. Uh, Kyle Felt, Hattie, Scott Drinkwater been pretty good. Jason Tamalolo hasn't played any game where you've like – that's the old Jason Tamalolo or, you know, Dally M, yeah. Jason Tamalolo, but he's been consistently good. He's, there's not been any yeah. bad JT, so so that's good. Uh, we were talking about before the show started, now that the Cowboys are third, do you think the refs will start swinging some calls their way? Because Todd Payton was <laughs> whinging at the start of the year that only the good teams uh, get the calls going their way. They're third, so uh, Todd, yeah. if you want to... Marks, you got the game. They, how many penalties they get? Yeah, there you go. You can bring right. that up. If Todd wants to take his medicine up. here, yeah, the, the Cowboys are officially good. It's Esky approved. Uh, <laughs> uh, are they going to start getting uh, the penalties going their way? The other thing thing in this game as well it was in darwin so i don't know if that suited the boys and you know give more than the eels yeah, but the probably. thing is that they, but i oh know the eels play there all the time though and they smashed brisbane there last year because i remember we were on a bucks party in yeah. cairns and i was thinking fuck it it's hot as fuck up here in cairns darwin's <laughs> pretty similar i can't imagine playing rugby league um up there and they smoked brisbane up there last year so i don't know if you can use that as an excuse yeah not sure uh, how many uh, penalties conceded uh the boys conceded six uh eels conceded three well, they didn't get as many penalties. Not as many. Uh, not favoured yet. Nah, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> according right. to the, according to the Referees Guild, uh, the Cowboys yeah. aren't officially good <laughs> just yet. <laughs> I, I think as well, it, it, I don't know if it was good sides. It was more like he was whinging about the big money sides. Yeah, that, as know. in like yeah, the Roosters and the Roosters Storm. Storm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, speaking <laughs> of the Storm. Storm, yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're fucking really good. They've yeah. scored 120 points in the last two weeks. <laughs> and conceded <laughs> eight? No, we got two in this one. No, no, no. Ten, ten. They conceded ten and two. They've conceded twelve. 12. 12. Yep. One hundred and twenty to twelve. Uh, that's pretty good for their four yes. and against. Uh, Pappenhausen, I think, is leading the points. the league for try scorers I and points. Try scorers. I he's think, got ten. I think Coates because uh, Coates got a hat trick today as he's well. So seven. I think both of them. He's on seven. Ra- pa- uh, Can you uh, check ra- that? Yeah, uh, Pappenhausen's yep. got ten. 
Uh, How many hours? Ten. Uh, Taylor May is on eight. Coates is on seven. I was scrolling through that earlier and I was like, there's a lot of purple on this. Well, yeah, there's a lot of purple on there. <laughs> How many well, hours? Score 120 points in two weeks. That'll do it for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, he, he broke the 100 points um, this week. Already. Yeah. So he's 101 now. So what are we? Round eight. So Let's keep the most goals can, as well. One so. third of the way yeah. through. On track for 300 points. Um I don't know. Can you imagine him scoring thirty tries in the in the year? Who knows? He's very good. Well, turbo um, was on pace for it. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. And but then again, last how many turbo score was to 22, 20, 15 games or something yeah. last year? Can you chase that up? Yeah, and Car was two ahead at twenty four. That's he, yeah. He I think it was twenty two and fifteen games. Yeah, Monks will get and that. Anyway, like last year was a bit of a ridiculous year with the the. the Six agains. Um, they've kind of quieted it down, of course. Well, and going Changing back, the rules again for another year. And going back to the Teddy chat, uh, I think, you know, last year when Turbo was playing as well as he was playing, then possibly there was a little bit of an argument there. But with Turbo not playing at the moment and people saying that... And the draw. Yes, people saying that... that to, yeah, that Teddy shouldn't be the New South Wales one. I think they've got rocks of brains, to be honest. But. Well, I think it's the question, do you, can you put... Because Pappenhausen, if you want him in that squad, you've, got, you've got to put him at one because he's too small to play. On or a 14, 14 mm. injection. Yeah. But yeah. Origin, do you need an, an injection-type player? Yeah. And they, they like someone like Whiten with a bit more size. Or it, yeah. With, or, or it's been, um, you know, the walkers in the past, like someone that can come in. Well, here's one for you. They like playing... Um, Fullbacks at centre last year, obviously yeah. with Turbo and Latrell. Yeah, uh, they're not going to have. Would I, you put Teddy in the? In would the you put centers? Teddy in the centres and play Papi at one? That's uh, that's interesting. He, he definitely has more size than Papenhuizen does, but yeah. then it go and he's not he's not Turbo big or Turbo Latrell big sure. or Whiting no, big. No, no, or, but or it, Stags, you know, strength wise. But yeah, yeah. They, you never know. It's yeah. a it's a a good problem. Um, for, for Blues fans <laughs> to have, I think. Yeah, it's like, I've got five spots. How do I play is. five fullbacks? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That's it. Uh, yeah. Turbo last year? Yep, 28 tries off 18 games. Oh, that's, there you go. Uh, so that, inclu- that must include finals, uh, I think, perhaps. Probably, yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, yeah. a fuckload. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Long story short. Uh, something as well that sort of we spoke about last year is should they just start the grand final now and have the Storm <laughs> play the Panthers? That didn't come to fruition with uh, you know Melbourne dishing up probably their worst game of the year against South yeah. in the prelim. But yeah. it's starting to get a bit of that vibe again, isn't it? Oh, there's a tier system. It's they're one, you know, they're the tier one and everyone else is below them. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah can't wait. Because, what, Penrith have 14 on the trot, I think. Uh, Something like that. So I know at home they're. I think they're twenty one on the trot. Yeah, now. haven't lost since twenty nineteen. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're playing ridiculous. So. And and they lost a few last year, but remember there was that run as well leading into the twenty twenty grand final where they were on a massive yeah. fucking run as well, and that they lost the big one, and then everyone giving them the chokers tag, yada yada yada, and then they went out and said, "Fuck you, <laughs> yeah. last year, choke on this." Yep. Yep. Um, Dragons three in a row. Let's talk talk about them briefly. We did mention that they just got over the West Tigers. If uh, look, you had to cop this game three weeks ago on a Sunday afternoon. You go, Jesus Christ, this is absolute stink ass. <laughs> Didn't really look like that great a game uh, unless you're into sort of defensive um, trouble, um, def- no, defensive defensive minded game. Yeah. Um, but the Dragons won three on the trot. The Tigers had won two, um, both uh, from field goals. So they're doing themselves uh, both a solid and are trying to avoid that wooden spoon chat. 
Uh, definitely mm. Newcastle uh, looking like the favourites there, uh, having lost six in a row. Uh, we didn't really talk about We talked about how good the Storm are and how good, you know, Pappy and their spine with Munster and Hughes and Grant, how yeah. good they've all been. Newcastle have been bad. They're, that's six in a row yeah. now. They got smoked last week by the Eels. Um, the whole Kalen Ponga fiasco, you know, mm. I think it brought a lot of unnecessary kind of um, attention to, to yep. them. Yeah, the poor Nova Pressure to the team now as well. They yeah. paid him, so yeah, exactly um, right. And and we 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 spoke about it in our preview. None of us had them in the top eight. We all thought it would be a down year for them. Some uh, some someone had mentioned uh, that their spine had scoliosis. Uh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not taking credit for that one, but uh, it's you know it's a bit of a harsh uh, harsh thing to say. But uh, it's kind of come to fruition a little bit now after getting those first two games. And the, remember back in round three. They were pushing Penrith until they had a bloke sent off as well. Mm. And then since then, it's just been an absolute shit show out of the Newcastle yeah. Knights. Oh, they've they, been in the media basically since then as well. They haven't Better scored a try for the last two games. Yeah. So they've lost both their last two games with just two points on the board. Um, so, yeah, not good times for the Nova Castrians. Dragons looking pretty good. Um, they had Talatau Amon start at six. Jack Bird broke his arm on Anzac Day and then was named. Uh, so I don't know if that was mind <laughs> games from Hook or if he just hates Amon so much and loves Jack Bird playing six <laughs> yeah, that he wanted him to play with a broken arm. Not so sure. Uh, yeah. Poor Jaden Sewer, who I think as a Dragons fan, he's been pretty good, um, good for him this good year. Him. Yeah. Uh, coming across from South, he's done the dreaded syndesmosis. He did it on Anzac Day. It looked really nasty. A lot of weight going through. Um, that, that shin and the, the syndesmosis, the, the, the dreaded syndesmosis, he'll be out for 10 weeks. So uh, wishing him as a Dragons fan. Um, all the best with his recovery. Yeah, that will do us for the NRL. We currently have out some AFL. yeah, we currently have a a really uh, good game uh, um, happening at the SCG. Good game to get on a Sunday night between the Brisbane Lions and the Sydney Swans. Uh, Melbourne Demons are still undefeated. Frio look like the real deal. We'll get to them in a second. But if there's yeah. anyone that can kind of challenge, maybe we're thinking it's Brisbane or Sydney. Brisbane got out to a really big start. I think they are up. For 30, 40 odd points at the half. Mm -hmm. And Sydney are kind of clawed back in, but they're currently 22 points down halfway well, through the third quarter. They got it back to a goal in the third quarter, but they haven't scored in the last, say, 10 minutes. Yeah, Buddy's back. Brisbane have pushed it back out. Buddy's back. That finger is taped up. He had mm. surgery on. I think he's yep. kicked two already. I think he's two, three. Yeah. Just from sort of following it in the background. There, yeah, we will uh, follow this game as it unfolds. Let's quickly run through the AFL. What have we got left? We've got about 25 minutes that we can. Keep talking until um, we need to get in contact with the Delhi Capitals. Anzac Day, always a massive, massive day. Uh, we did see that because they had two games on. Uh, we saw um, the Swans uh, get up over Hawthorne live on the podcast and then went home. I was watching most of the Dragons, but checking in and obviously caught a lot of the highlights from the Anzac Day clash between the Pies and the Dons. 11-point winners, uh, Collingwood. Jack Ginnivan. Five goals, Anzac Day medalist uh, for a 19-year-old. That is pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Pretty polarising figure, I must say. He's got the 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 bleached blonde hair. He uh, on his debut he had the GoPro in the sheds, and he's pretty outspoken. <laughs> and you know, and he plays yeah. Well. And he, yeah, and then the the big one at the end of the day is yeah, you know, Collingwood players uh, for it, you know. We're, can't not have controversy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People that aren't Pies fans love to hate Collingwood uh, <laughs> players. So Jack seems to have a little bit of that. He yeah. can't, he, 
it's early days and it's a big comparison, but Toby Green-ish, kind of small forward, steps been stepping up on in big occasions, um, you know, a guy that people love to hate. Mm. I don't know if I want, mm. well, actually, I, I think as a footy player, you'd like to be compared to Toby Green, actually, yeah. you know, as a small forward. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we talk about media beat-ups and the well, rest of it. Toby's we'll get to GWS in a minute. They're to- a different squad with Toby Green. Exactly. Toby mm. always the villain, um, but he wins the Anzac Day medal. Um, I might bring up actually the list um, of Anzac Day medalists because it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty elite um, list of names of guys that have won the Anzac Day medal. So Darcy Parrish, we'll talk about him in just a sec. He lo- he won it last year. Scott mm. Pendlebury, Adam Trelaw, Joe Danaher, Steel Sidebottom, Paul Seedsman back when uh, he was um, at the Pies, Dane Swan, Scott Pendlebury, uh, yeah. Dave Z- Zaharakis. These are all pretty elite AFL footballers. So to win yeah. that at an, as a 19-year-old, I think uh, his his uh, future is definitely looking bright. Darcy Parrish, yeah. who just mentioned it, he uh, missed out on going back-to-back despite uh, – back-to-back Anzac Day medals, that is – despite having 44 disposals. I suppose the two arguments being losing side. Sometimes they like to reward someone from the winning side. And, and he kicked five goals. Atkinavan <laughs> did kick five, although touchable 12 times. I don't know. I think it's I think it's fair. I think a lot of uh, it was and it wasn't very classy either from the Bombers fans. Mark, your your mod out there is <laughs> standing out there booing Jack yeah. Ginevan on Anzac Day. Uh, you know, a lot of that like AFL copying a bit of stick as well for having Lime Cordial uh, playing um, on Anzac Day. A uh, great. I actually really like me uh, some Lime yeah. Cordial, uh, but is it the moment? Um, you know, on on Anzac Day. Yeah, to to me, I don't know. They've they fought for our freedom, you know. The yeah. whole, the whole, the whole day is about paying homage to the diggers that you know that gave us this opportunity to live in a free society and play football. On the, you know, yeah, if yeah. you if you can't have music and well, but you can have football. Is there a double standard there? Uh, but there was a lot of hard takes on it. Uh, mm. I think Lee Matthews came out yeah, and said right. it was straight up disrespectful to have a band playing on Anzac Day. Um, Maybe if the band was playing during the minute silence, but that that would have been a good headline. Lime Cordial gets uh, absolutely smoked by Brisbane Broncos (laughs) (laughs) with with two uh, stellar right jabs and don't drop their beers to try to defend themselves. That would have been a good headline. Uh, But yeah, yeah, that that was a little bit polarising. But the game Mm. itself was was, uh, another nice, uh, tight Anzac Day clash. Darcy Parrish, the other argument, uh, other than being on a losing side, of those 44 disposals, 33 were handballs. So he gets bulk possession. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think there's a pretty fair argument if you get 44 on Anzac Day to give you the medal. Um, so he misses out on going back-to-back after winning it last year. I think he also had 44 last year. I sent you boys uh, during the week uh, something that I saw on AFL.com, I believe. Uh, he owns four of the six most possessions for Essendon uh, and... Um, they started recording um, disposals possessions in 1965. So that does wipe out, you know, the early uh, period. I also can't imagine yep. people used to get 40-odd touches back in those days. Game's I don't, changed. don't really know. You'd have to yeah. ask someone that's a, you know, that, that's a pretty old, old fella <laughs> about how it was played pre-1965. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive at an illustrious club mm. like Essendon. He's an absolute mm. ball magnet. 
Uh, Richmond uh, absolutely destroyed West Coast on Friday night. We were talking a little bit about last week. Uh, you know, is it time to start panicking as West Coast fans? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it, it hit that panic button. If you ha- weren't already panicking, uh, getting dished by 100 points at home. Yeah, Richmond are a good club, but they're probably not the, you know, the dynasty Richmond. Yeah, they're not in the top four. Not in the top four. Dusty Less, et cetera, et cetera. Tom Lynch had himself a night booting seven Goals. Um, oh yeah, look, I don't want to flog a dead horse. I'm cautious of the time. Yeah, well, West Coast bad, and then a, the, the comparison though with Freo now good. Like, well, Dockers, they, 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 Dockers they, fans would be extra up and about because yeah, not only have, they, have the Dockers just sucked out all the talent out of the West Coast, out of the West, and, and now the, the Premier <laughs> squad are out there. Well, the thing is, they're two very different teams. Fremantle very young, West very Coast very, very unproven. Um, you know, in the past, obviously they're looking shit hot this year. West Coast, we're talking about it, that 20, uh, 2018 grand final where they beat the Pies, there's still a lot of old heads from that team. Uh, so a lot of people like to shit on Geelong and, you know, them uh, being ageing and, and this and that. Geelong's still pretty good despite going down to Fremantle. Um, I, I think, yeah, maybe just a few of these boys are getting a little bit too long in the tooth and they haven't been able to replace it with uh, the youth uh, in the way that Fremantle um, has... has uh, you know, really uh, developed some nice young players. You think you think about their stars in, in Sarong and, and Darcy, they're only 22, 23. Yeah. Uh, and a nice note that we had uh, from the from the Rev, the AFL correspondent's team, uh, they're, they're big defenders uh, in Pierce, Logue and Cox were really good, uh, keeping Hawkins to just two goals and Jeremy Cameron goalless. The... Kind of comparison to the NRL, if uh, if that's your cup of tea and you like both sports, maybe the Cowboys. Like maybe you know, I don't think anyone expected Freo to be really bad. No one expected no. them to be in the top three. Yeah, Premiership chat. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Um, and uh, and the other thing about the Cowboys was, well, are they beating good sides? Well, Geelong's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Freo, that's you know, in Geelong, it was a good test for them, and they mm. really stood up to it. Um. Yeah, I think I think them and you look at the two teams are playing now. The mm. comparison, um, very young squads with you know the couple old heads to give them the guidance that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to have been the design, um, f- you know, for those well, squads kind of pushing in. Well, in Frio's the got the oldest head in the in the league in Dave Mundy. Yeah, uh, he'd be loving life as a thirty-five year old, I reckon, and having blokes coming through that are fifteen <laughs> years younger than you <laughs> yeah. and playing good footy with them. That would be yeah. quite fun, I'd, I'd imagine, mm. for Dave Mundy. Uh, we'll have to keep moving pretty quick through the AFL. GWS getting a big win against the Crom. Um, they smashed them in the first half. Toby Green booted four. Jesse Hogan had three. We were talking about last week how the tall forwards needed to step up at uh, GWS. So year, three, three is a good effort, but it's not, obviously not you know kicking a bag from Jesse Hogan. You'd, you'd want to see him. But um, the effusion of Toby Green, though, I think gives them more com- freedom. Completely to- different side with yeah. Toby Green. Because yeah. the, the, you know, the... The other uh, the opponents have to account for him, and that mm. gives the, the others a bit more freedom to you know uh, be get one on one matchups etc. to get balls to then kick goals. So um, Lions have gone on a bit of a run here too. They well. have, yes, they yeah. played a very good first quarter and very good third quarter here. The Brisbane Lions, um, Melbourne just got home over Hawthorne. Tell you what, shout out to the Hawks. Hawks fans, well, another one of those squads that have come. Yeah, you know, no one really young, thought. Come, yeah, come on strong. Exactly, y- young. Um, Squad, you know, t- um, Sam Mitchell nearly said Tom Mitchell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both, both there, uh, Sam Mitchell, young coach. Um, 
Yeah, doing, doing pretty well uh, in his first year. Obviously, huge uh, shoes to fill uh, with Alistair Clarkson. Did you see Clarko was at one of the basketball games uh, over in America? Um, no. Yeah, I th- You're right. yeah, I think... I'm assuming over there they didn't even know who he was. No, I, no, I can't imagine. <laughs> Not too many people would have known who he was. He was going through... A, it must have looked like he... Did get some kind of special treatment because he was going not through the main, main gate. No, I don't know because I, I saw him going through and Clay Thompson rocking up on a push bike. Yeah, and 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 oh, yeah, I saw did, this. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah Clay yeah. Thompson and Clay. Yeah, and Clay Thompson and Clarko's like in his bag checked and shit. Uh, and Clay and Thompson just rides, rides through oh. on a push bike <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and just walks straight in. Um, but yeah, Clarko's obviously there, uh, you know, enjoying some of the NBA playoffs. Anyways, that aside. Uh, Melbourne are undefeated. That's 14 straight uh, for them, you know, going into last year. Very uh, They're big, you know, world mm. of basketball comparison again. They're big three in, in Gorn, Oliver and Petrarca. Too good. It is kind of, it's like a uh, an NBA big three as well where Gorn is your centre and then, you know, <laughs> what, maybe maybe Petrarca's your bullish small forward yeah. and then Clary's, Clary's your point guard. <laughs> you can clip that, I reckon. That, that, that's not a bad little analogy there. Um, but Hawthorne, very impressive. Uh, you can definitely hold your head high uh, going out to the MCG and uh, keeping it within 10 points against the D's. Mm. Keep powering through. Uh, oh, how <laughs> didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Uh, they had a one-point win over the Saints. A in very low scoring game. Very yeah. sloppy, That's wet, wet cans yeah. conditions. Power yeah, have right. won two in a row after being the butt of everyone's jokes just a few weeks ago. Uh, and two in a row in the AFL with the bottom end of the ladder uh, gets you up a fair bit. I think they have gone from 18th to 13th. Yeah, 13th. 13th, yeah. 13th. So their, uh, their percentage is actually 94.6. So they haven't really been blasted by too many teams just yet. Uh, so, yeah, in two weeks they've gone from uh, the wooden spoon position and jumped north, uh, Essendon, GWS and the Gold Coast. Who would have thought West Coast sitting in 18th at the moment? Okay. Um, unlucky for the Saints, they've been playing some pretty good footy um, this this year. Didn't say any of this again. Uh, was having a few beers, etc. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll keep it moving. I did yep. see a fair bit of this, and I would have been very, very annoying because I was a few beers deep <laughs> and lose one by uh, a fair bit, sixty odd on nearly. No, what is that? Fifty points, quick mass. Yeah. Um, coming back off two. Losses with a big win over the Kangaroos. Yes, it is just the Kangaroos, I guess. <laughs> but good to see the Blues back in the winner's circle, going to five and two. Who's worse, uh, Kangaroos or West Coast at the moment? I think West Coast. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree with that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like The Roos have been belted a few times. I think Brisbane put a, uh, a big big score on them. I think the Bulldogs dished them, I think, pretty bad. Yeah. But West Coast always have that advantage of the fortress playing out west, you know. They did. <laughs> and when when you're getting dicked by 100 points at yeah. home, I think that's when yep. you've got to start going, oh, uh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is, who you know, who would have thought we would, would have been having that conversation at the start of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's worse out of North Melbourne and at West Coast? Uh, Blues, five and two. Paddy Cripps probably gets the three. Uh, votes again. Uh, imagine, could you imagine if he wins a Brownlow after being as banged up as he was last year? Uh, mm. Early days, obviously, but uh, multiple games where he would have got the three votes. Um, big Harry Mackay, four goals for him. Charlie Kerno, three for him. We didn't get the brother on brother action because Ben Mackay was suspended, uh, so didn't get to see um, the Ruse fullback Mackay play on mm. uh, Blues full forward Mackay. 
Pies Suns, 115 to 90. Pies win again. Uh, this just happened just before. Haven't I didn't see any of this. Uh, did you boys catch any of this? I can't imagine nah. you did. Let's have a look. It's a decent score from the Suns. Um, the Suns you know, aren't. The Suns aren't. The Suns they're not. They're bad. not. They're not bad. Though. They shouldn't be in the conversation with those aforementioned teams that we just said. So took took Miller thirty six hundred and forty uh, fantasy points, two goals. Water is wet. He is a very very good footballer. Jack Crisp, uh, the highest fantasy scorer there for um, the Pies. Levi Casbolt kicked four goals. Four typical Levi could have kicked eight. Poor fella, he never kicks him straight. Uh, he's he's been he's been interesting actually for for Gold Coast. I thought as a Blues fan, did kind of think he was a little bit washed up. I think I said last year that Levi's the Gene brand should get after him because he's a very good looking <laughs> rooster. I think he's got a pretty tidy rig. I think he might have uh, had a had a chance to, to uh, you know pursue some kind of modelling career after after his, his footy career. It looks like he's still a pretty good footy player. That's a bit of a resurgence from him. Uh, but they didn't get the biggies in this one. Four goals to uh, Brody Majacek. And that man that we're talking about at the top of the segment, Jack Ginevan, kicked three. Uh, pies are rolling. A lot of people thought they were going to be uh, not much not much chop. And mm. uh, they, they get a win. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bombers, Bulldogs. Uh, this as well started. So Bulldogs in front. Yeah, last I saw was Bulldogs in front. Two, hundred and three to seventy-one. So dogs coming out thirty-two point winners in this one. Poor bomber, like they they're not winning games, but they're never really getting pantsed um, too hard. Uh, mm. What do we got? Big Pete Wright, four goals there for the Dons. Um, and who was the main ball winners? Josh Dunkley, fucking shock me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tw- yeah. 29 for him and two goals uh, by far the best uh, in the fantasy realm for the Bulldogs. They needed a win there. They were really reeling. Um, lot, they've dropped a fair few games that people didn't expect them to drop. Uh, you know, Adelaide last week being a prime example of that one. Carlton, uh, <laughs> f- few like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I suppose uh, our, our mate uh, of the Esky, Macca, will be very happy to see uh, the Dogs at least getting the four points uh, in that one. And the game that we're watching live, Swans-Lions, is at three-quarter time. 83 yep. uh, to 54, so Brisbane leading by nearly 30 points there. Um, yep. Buddy back, like we mentioned, uh, but Brisbane. Oh, be, be, How many goals have Buddy got? Four. four. He's kicked four. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not bad with a with a busted finger. Um, you know, maybe I'm just a massive soft cock at the moment because <laughs> I've, been, I've been missing a few games with a, with a broken finger. Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, me, Buddy Franklin, you know, nice uh, solid Boy. comparison there. Obviously. I was going to say, you, you kicked four goals in a decade. When I played me 100th last year, we looked it up. It was 53 or something. <laughs> and I think that would have been, if you looked at because I have played third grade, second grade and touch of first grade here in Canberra, I think a lot of that 53 would have been in third grade. <laughs> Um, But yeah, looks like the Lions It'd be pretty hard to lose from here We've we've spoken about it They're your team, Sean You watch them most weeks Uh, Mm. I I think that, you know We we talk about windows And they've been in that window for for quite some time now I think this year's the best footy they've been playing though Yeah, and Lockie Neal He's kind of uh, a bit Paddy Cripps-esque in that he was Lockie healthy one And then they've just They've added in the the forward line um, You know, the 
extra talent there and they're kicking goals. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's the main thing. And, and getting, getting Rainer back. Um, Rainer's playing well. Play, Charlie, Charlie well. kicking straight yep, in the yep. last couple of weeks. Yep. Um, get Joe hit. Danaher Font. Like, they've been good. Danaher's so. been great. They'll get Hipwood back uh, halfway through the season mm. to bolster that forward line. Uh, the Neil Cripps comparison being that Neil was busted balls last year, wasn't yeah. he? Like, everything that could have gone wrong. Yeah, I think he, he had two bad shoulders. Shoulders, he had a syndesmosis, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he uh, was really banged up. So, I suppose that's the, the comparison there. Um, from a former Brownlow winner to possibly this year's Brownlow winner. Who knows? Neil's got 30 disposals this game. 30. 30. 30 in yep. his third quarter. <laughs> yeah, he's a very uh, good footy player. Speaking of, Buddy Franklin is, is lining up for his fifth just here. He's yeah. fucking greased up. He's uh, <laughs> got the baby on. He's, <laughs> he's groundskeeper Willie tonight, isn't he? Grease me up, woman lunch lady. Doris is excellently battered uh, Buddy Franklin. And he's kicked out yep. five goals for Buddy. Yeah, then you, give you, him a minute. you kick a thousand goals, uh, you know, you can break your finger and come back and kick five. Well done to mm-hmm. you, Budweiser. All right, what do we got? 6.55. Probably can need to wrap this up in about 10 minutes. Yeah. NBA playoffs, let's have a quick look at the bracket. Monks, if you wouldn't mind bringing that up. I think I'd yeah. also have it on, on my computer. Um, it is a good time to talk, NBA, of course. Uh, they didn't play today, um, but all yeah. the first round uh, fixtures series uh, are all done. Yep. And uh, we now go into the conference semifinals. So starting uh, in the east, uh, we'll have the first seed, Miami Heat, taking on the fourth seed, Philadelphia 76ers. Now, can you please, Monks, have a look? Joel Embiid, he's going to yes. miss a few games. This is, this is tough for the 76ers to potentially uh, the MVP this year to not have him when you're taking on a number one seed in Miami. Yep. Going to be a very tall order. Uh, whilst you chase that one up, the uh, a really intriguing matchup will be uh, the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks taking on the second seed Boston Celtics, who just swept the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, everyone was really, you know, excited for that that matchup between Boston and Brooklyn. Turned out being the only sweep. Yep. Uh, so Boston, uh, they. I, I really love the, the way that they play the game. They play like team ball. Team, very team focused, mm. defensive. Very defensive. Very good. I think getting well, out. The Nets didn't like that at all. Getting so. getting Al Horford was big. And uh, their, big, uh, their other big centre, uh, Williams, I think he might be coming back as well. Obviously, we won't have a team uh, for tomorrow. It's pretty hard to get teams for uh, basket, uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if they, they get their starting centre back as well, um, to, to come back. I'm just checking that he hasn't It'll be really interesting to see how they go against Milwaukee, um, of course, with Giannis over there, the big the big freak. Um, Robert Robert Williams, who I'm talking about, he did play 14 minutes in the last Brooklyn game, so probably load management kind of thing. So look for him to play more minutes. Uh, I wonder if he will get Giannis duties uh, for, for bits of it. Well, that's that's the challenge. If, if they can yeah. shut him down, that's a, a long way to go into beating the, the Giannis. Players, but very, very hard to do. Giannis, done it yet. Giannis was so good against the Bulls. Obviously, yeah. everyone knows what he did in the, in the playoffs and in the finals last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people haven't ruled him out from winning the MVP this year. When you talk about value to your team, uh, you know, what the, I suppose... Hey, he's still got good numbers. Like they're, Bloody they're, 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 they're not bad. And he does things that, that Joker and Embiid can't, can't do. I, I suppose, yeah, if it's purely a numbers thing, then you look at the numbers that, say, like a Nikola Jokic puts up. You kind of got to put it, uh, you know, maybe him hits a, a reason why he's a favourite. But if you look mm. at a guy, you know, with intangibles and 
if there's one guy that you want on the court that can win you a basketball game single-handedly, I think it's the, yeah. the Greek freak is probably uh, the MVP in that regard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. so, so two tasty series coming yeah. up. How'd you go with MB? Uh, yeah, MB. So uh, fractured orbital mm-hmm. socket um, out indefinitely by all accounts. Mm. Orbital um, bone. Orbital. Yeah. I do you reckon he'll wear the mask and play? I'd say so. I'd well, say so. D- didn't, yeah. he do, didn't he do something similar a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think he – I remember seeing him in a mask as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, who do we shout out before? Dar- Rishi Darwin. Maybe mm-hmm. the r- yeah. big Rishi Darwin needs to call Joel Embiid. There's pretty uh, big discrepancies in their pay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I imagine <laughs> he, he misses probably a few games and then comes yeah. back with the mask. Now – this is one of those injuries that you, you essentially it's you know it's a pain kind of it's not going to stop you from being able to to play the the concern obviously being is if you do cop an el, a straight well, elbow it depends, and, it depends and how bad I guess further fuck up your eye bone which yeah. is not a nice thing to well, have it depends yeah. how bad well, it is yeah. originally like does yeah, it need exactly, surgery exactly. or anything like that to to, to realign anything or that's a good question. I think for orbitals, uh, Dr. Peps here. Normally mm. we get Dr. Sean, but Dr. Yeah. Dr. Peps <laughs> is going to make an unqualified opinion here. I think it's got to be like the eye has to be compromised for them to operate on it. You hear about UFC fighters fracturing their orbitals, yeah, putting plates and things all, in it to help all the time. Together. Who was the guy who they did a CT scan and? Can you, I think it's UFC. The UFC fighter fractured orbital. He posted the UFC, the um, the CT scan and, oh, no, his, and his face was fucked up. Like yeah. it was shattered. Yeah. I think. Was, was I think for I think for them to operate, it's got to be like yeah. like quite bad for them to think about putting plates in. Again, this is coming from uh, a guy that barely passed a physio <laughs> degree. So fucking take what I say with a <laughs> grain of salt. Uh, yes. well, but the, by all accounts, we don't know how bad it beats is. Like. Well, and we've spoken about it on the podcast before. It's near impossible to get information out of the NBA. We're so lucky here with uh, the, it, well, the, the way that the NRL and the AFL releases their information. You can you know time frames. You know the extent of injuries on most players. The NBA yeah. uh, is a different kettle of fish over there. Yeah, yep. I don't think I've ever find that one. But just back on UL Embiid, so. It was back in the 2017-2018 season. He fractured his left orbital bone. Uh, mm. And is it was the same one? Uh, I think it might be the opposite side. I'm lucky. Uh, yes, it's not. It's not sh- you don't want to be fucking yes, with your eyes. Right. No. So no, it's there's no, no, both. No. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he's right. Um, and he was out for three weeks. Three weeks. So I potentially yeah. could miss the whole series. Yeah. Not good news for 76ers fans. No, they had to no. endure Ben Simmons uh, last year and, you know, sitting out in the half of this season. And now they've lost their best player at the most crucial time. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Yep. So do you think the West is potentially more tasty in the matchups? Interesting, interesting, interesting. I don't know because I think that that Bucks celtics matchup is, uh, yeah. is elite. You'd think Miami, given that... Um, you know the, that Philly will be without their star player. They should win that. You'd think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Well, by well, that by that logic, yeah, because you, you've yeah. got one tasty matchup and one where you think the Heat should do the 76ers and you've got probably two pretty tasty matches matchups over here in the West. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe storylines like you. You look at you know the Booker versus Luca, and then you've got Curry versus Morant. Like, yeah. how far off is Booker? Because he. Ha- it's been about 10 days with that hamstring. I think they were saying it wasn't too bad a hammy. Is it going to be three to four weeks? He's halfway through that, so does he miss the first few games? When do we get 
big dick Devin Booker back. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, a, a tasty matchup. And we saw Dallas play okay when Luca wasn't playing as well. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, uh, can they knock off the Phoenix Suns? No one really expected the Pelicans to take two, two games off them. Obviously, the big caveat uh, yeah. being, being the Booker injury. One of those ones was the one when he did his hamstring. So, you, you know, hard to replace him mid-game. mid, mid game. You can't game plan for yeah, it when exactly, it happens exactly. during the game. Yeah. I think that one on the bottom left there, that's, that's the tasty one I'm quite interested in. After uh, watching Morant um, come bring him back in those uh, series uh, and playing a different role, he yeah. wasn't scoring many points, but his assists were unbelievable. Well, he, he's he wasn't still t- averaging like twenty a game. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, but, but, but not but forty. They, exactly, <laughs> he wasn't putting up those jar numbers that we saw throughout yeah. the year. But then he was ma- making players around him better. Yeah. As in Desmond Boone, I was born in the dark. <laughs> um, Two weeks in a row making that joke. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, I think uh, – and obviously everyone likes – I'm generalising here, but I think everyone is a fan of the way that the Grizzlies go about it. I think people outside of the Bay Area maybe are starting to get a bit sick of the Warriors, although they seem to be a, one of those teams that just, for whatever reason, maybe it is the cat – like the, the – the charisma of, of the Splash Brothers and and the way that Curry goes about things that they don't seem to be too hated. But I was going back over the you know the, the recent um, finals and last year we saw the Warriors stink it up a little bit, clay out all year, yep. um, you know, a, a bit of an off year for them. But I think before that it's five finals in a row that the Warriors have been there. So you know, as a as a I don't have a team in the NBA. I I. I I'm kind of like where I was at with the <laughs> NFL as a, as a y- y- younger fan where before I, for whatever reason, I went with the Green Bay Packers. I kind of just loved the whole thing and I, you know, I love the storylines and I mm. like different players, but there's teams that I don't really like. Yep. Uh, but I don't know. I don't really have a horse in the race. So I'd, I would love to see Memphis win this series. I just think Golden State is starting to look like that old Golden State. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. was spoken about Steph and his shooting woes. He's been shooting the ball pretty well in the in the playoffs. Jordan Poole has been electric. clay has been really good. Um, you know, we we saw um, Wiggins um, bloody be an all star this year. A lot of chat around was he actually an all star, but yeah. they're they're a pretty good team on paper. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. And we did at the top of the show talk about um, you know the the wolves dropping um, you know leads like they you know yeah. they shouldn't have. So they got they got pushed by Minnesota and they're going to run into a pretty red hot Golden State team. So it's going to be a big ask for uh, yeah, exactly. for uh, Ja Morant and the villain from Batman. Um, just back on Booker, uh, he actually played by, uh, game six. There you go. Ah. Yeah, played, played 32 minutes, uh, scored 13 points, and the Suns got fined 25 grand for failing to disclose that he was healthy for the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking about injuries and not disclosing things in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? I'm a bit pissed off about that because I was I was working a different job this week and uh, <laughs> normally I norm, normally I can w- like essentially listen to NBA whilst I work and I uh, wasn't able to this week no, and good. yeah no idea and there you go I've been living under well, a rock it's flew under our radars yeah yeah there you go <laughs> big dig book all right well that's a uh, that's not quite Frank the Tank bad but that's a pretty <laughs> bad, <laughs> that's a pretty pretty bad one there. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that you and the Suns just can't get it right. It's these fucking Suns. It's a shame because I really like the way they go about things. Yeah. Um, do you boys want to wrap this up with just a quick look at the NFL draft? 
I'm um, happy, happy to leave it. We can talk ha- about it later. Yeah, happy to leave it. Yeah, because yeah, um, I think we're going to need to uh, dro- drop off here and get in yeah. contact with our friends over in Delhi. Um, so we'll leave it at that. If you do want to see our takes on the first round of the NFL draft, please check out the companion. I'm sure we'll release a few short vids of that if you don't want to watch the whole yep. three and a half hours. Thank you to anyone uh, that uh, is listening to this during the week. Hope you're having a good week on the tools, driving your car, in the office, whatever you're doing. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch you next time on the Esky. Please stick yeah. around and jump over to the... Uh, Delhi Capitals Facebook or YouTube if you want to see us talk to them very shortly. That's it. Thanks, lads. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Catch up. Bye.